Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. We looked at the last sort of 50,000 years of human impacts going through the early impacts of fire or hunting or the emergence of agriculture, the meeting of the new and the old worlds when Europeans arrived in the Americas, and the Industrial Revolution, or today's kind of nuclear age. We looked at each of those and saw whether we could find a signature, and we came up with uh, the two events um, meet those, appear to meet those criteria. Uh, the first is around the year 1610, so about a century after Europeans arrived in the Americas. That's a, an anomalous drop in CO2 concentrations that's captured in Antarctic ice core records, which is directly due to uh, Europeans arriving in the Americas and uh, they brought European diseases and killed about 50 million people. 90% of the population of the Americas um, died mostly of smallpox in, in the um, early uh, 1500s. And most of those people were farmers. And their farmlands grew back to the original vegetation or close to it. Uh, so it grew back to tropical forest or subtropical forest or, veg- or, or savanna vegetation. And half the dry weight of a tree is carbon. So that sucked out, removed enough carbon dioxide out of the atmosphere to see it in the ice core record. And that, that lowest amount of carbon dioxide in the atmosphere at 1610 provides a very nice marker uh, of the beginning of the Anthropocene because after that point, the CO2 levels are just rising after that all the time. And then the second was around 1964 and the, uh, the fallout from nuclear weapons tests. And some of that uh, the fallout... Uh, will be, is preserved in, in sediments and is preserved in ice cores. And again, some of those isotopes will last millions of years into the future, giving a clear signal of what humans were doing at this time. Do you not think that the Industrial Revolution and you know, increased use of fossil fuels and things like that, does that not count? Why not? Absolutely. Uh, one of the key long-term global environmental changes is the change of the climate and the increase in CO2 in the atmosphere. Um, but the Industrial Revolution was a very local event, initially, and the rise in CO2 levels in the atmosphere going up exponentially is a smooth increase. So it's a big change, but it's a smooth change, so it doesn't give an exact date with which to say, okay, this is the day, this is the year when human activity in terms of the Industrial Revolution had a global effect. It doesn't provide that exact marker um, like some of the other dates do. Why do we need to do this kind of categorisation? Why is it useful to say, OK, we can declare this era starting now, off you go? Crucially, scientists, uh, we need to know, and the wider public needs to know what we're talking about. So we need definitions. So we need to know that when I say Anthropocene uh, and someone else does, that we're talking about the same thing. And currently, some people are discussing the Anthropocene perhaps started with uh, the first impacts of farming 11,000 years ago, and other people are talking about the impacts of nuclear fallout in the 1960s. So we need to narrow that range down and get a crisp definition to be able to um, move forward in terms of discussing these global environmental changes. What does thinking about our existence in terms of these geological timescales tell us about whether we're significant or not? What does it tell us about ourselves? 
Um, I think it tells us, it does tell us something important about ourselves. Um, the last sort of 500 years of scientific discoveries have been pushing humans to greater and greater insignificance. Um, so we used to think that we were at the centre of the universe, but of course um, the Earth revolves around the sun, and then newer evidence that there are just billions of suns out there and this is just one of them. And then, of course, the Darwinian revolution, um, saying that humans have no special origin, we're just a twig on the tree of life. We're increasingly insignificant. But the Anthropocene switches that round because the only place where we know that life exists in the universe, for sure, is being determined by the actions of humans. So we're in, essentially in the driving seat of the only place where we know that life exists in the universe we're responsible for those actions that will determine what life looks like. And so that's a, a huge responsibility on people alive today to think about the long-term consequences of, of, of what we do here on Earth.